Yo, what's up, and welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast, episode 81. It's our Terrell Owens episode, the uh, second <laughs> or third best receiver to ever play the game. But yeah. that's a different story for a different day. Um, I know you guys are probably wondering, like, how are you chipper in this time? And uh, I think there's a balance, Talyn. I think there's a balance of um, of mourning, uh, totally. of, tough, of tough times. Um, and then also that I think there's a balance of um, of G- of loving Jesus and loving Jesus well in this time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know, bro. Like, how you feeling this time? How you doing? And in, in, in just just now, like, how are you doing? Uh, honestly, bro, um, it's been heavy. Obviously, it's yeah. been it's been it's been a season where um, I feel like. Um, I have had to fight battles on my own and um, and I, I, I'm realizing that um, in the midst of doing this, I need to um, reach out to the people um, who are affected by it that aren't, aren't following God. Um, and so when I, when I do, reach out to those people. I'm asking like questions like, Hey man, how are you affected by this? What is going on in the world right now? How can I help you? How can I be praying for you? How can I, you know, stand with you, even though being a black man, like I want to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can in this. Um, but also like, what is it that I'm doing to make sure that the people around me are aware? Um, and I was fighting that battle alone for a long time and I'm having conversations with people uh, but realizing that I need to turn to to Jesus, and uh, like I was telling you earlier, you know, I opened up my Bible um, and I was praying and listening to worship music, and I just felt like something release. Like I just felt like this heaviness that was on me just released, and it it, it felt so good to have just like this burden almost lifted off my shoulders. You know what I mean? And so I, I feel like I can fight this fight, but also have Jesus walking with me in the midst of all of it. Um, and I, I'm just continuing to, to love on the people around me and love on, um, you know, my family, making sure my sister's good, making sure Jordan is good, my students are good. Um, it was actually fun because in the midst of like quarantine and all this stuff, we kind of broke the rules a little bit last night and went to, um, we went to the church um, and had like a, a Frisbee game, uh, Ultimate Frisbee. And then we um, went out to I left the church early and went to Bobo with a couple of students and I was able to just chat about life and catch up and man that felt so good um even though that we're going through like a season of hurt it felt really good to see uh students it felt really good to be around people it felt really good to to love on my community um and just just have that voice in the community I had lunch with uh my youth pastor yesterday and we were able to talk about like how does how does the church move forward in this? How do we continue to uh, be the voice for the people? How do we continue to um, show that Black Lives Matter and not a not a sense of like we are more important than other people, but more of like a we matter right now because we are in danger and we are the ones who are being attacked and we are the ones who are being oppressed and it's been happening for years on end and so we don't want people to feel like we matter more than you. Our lives are more important. We just want to be important. Um, and that was a good reminder to have uh, when I talked to Taylor yesterday. Man, things are good, though. Uh, I'm doing all right. 
I'm loving on my community, loving on my people. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, man. So how are you feeling about everything? How are man, you doing? It's, it's, it's been tough, man. Tuesday, Wednesday, th- pretty much every day this week has been hurtful, uh, yeah. has been painful. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's been emotional. Um, I feel like I've had to be honest with people and tell them, like, I can't lead all these conversations all the time. I think so many people want me to lead these conversations, but man, I can't do it all the time, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I was watching this video today that said, uh, the people that need to lead it have to be white people. Hmm. Like black people, of course, are, you know, allies, like everything. Mm -hmm. But the people who lead it have to be the people who have the power and the privilege. And that hit me deep. I was like, dang, that's true. Like it has to be the people with the power and people with the privilege. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. Yeah, dog. It's it's been emotional. I've probably cried every day this week. Wow. Um, which uh, I'm a crier, so it's not like people. Are, you shouldn't be like, "Wow, that's new." No, this is Nate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, it's just been a hard. It's just been a hard, yeah, hard time. Yeah. So my young life guys running right now, but you know, it's just been a, it's just been a hard, hard time, man. And so. I think I think for me we're kind of walking through the same thing of man how does the church respond to this and I'm talking about Big C Church and, and you know and why is it that Christians are so like it's uh, what's the word flag in the ground for lack of a better word you know it's just a flag mm-hmm. in the ground like about this and about this and don't kneel on my flag and don't do this but when it comes to the caring and the lives of people that are like them, their skin color is just different. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't know. Like now it's a question. Yeah. Like it almost makes me feel like my worth is now questioned. Hmm. And so dog, man, it's, it's tough, but yeah, now I've had some tough conversations, man, where I was even considering like whether or not, and this, 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 this doesn't like, portray whether or not I'm going back, but I've had to ask the question, like, do I want to go back to the community and my, do I want to go back to my church? Like, do, do I want to feel like I'm an outsider in my own community? And so I had to ask, like, not, not to make people feel uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. more of like, Hey, this is, this is something I'm feeling right now. I'm hurt. Um, and I see a community of people who, maybe don't have my back right now. So how can I, um, how can I walk into a place where I feel like people don't have my back? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I was, when I had that conversation with Taylor yesterday, um, he opened up my eyes to a couple of things and I, I opened up his eyes to a couple of things and we were able to have a good conversation about it. But I was questioning whether or not I was going back to real life because I was feeling so heavy and I felt like the community that I was feeling heavy in, only a few people had my back. And I'm not asking every person from a church to hit me up. That's not what I'm asking. But yeah. when I look at my church and the response, it's like, okay, yeah, we can do one thing on a Sunday and have it be this one thing. But then what about the rest of the days? Or what about our social media? Does the, our social media stand for what I stand for? Yeah. And if I'm going back to this community, I want our social media, I want our church to be standing for what's right. Yeah. And if I'm stepping into this place and giving my life to this place, that's, that's, I feel like that I deserve to see that. And, uh, you do, you do, you deserve and, and, to see that. Yeah. Keep going, yeah. bro. Go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. And, and so that, that conversation happened and, 
I feel like I have the voice. I don't want to be the voice, but I feel like I have the voice to change that. Yeah. I have the the personality, the character. I have the desire, the want to change that. And so I am going to stick around because it's my church. I built community there. I love people there. Yeah. I built my life around it. So um, even though I questioned it, it doesn't mean I'm leaving, but I definitely questioned it. And I think that that's a good thing. And I think that I've sparked some conversations to start happening. So um, I always told, I, I told everybody that I had communication with from people who called me that I haven't talked to in years to people who I talk to every day who yeah. are asking why I'm not saying more or doing more. It's like, well, I can't change everybody in the world, but I can change my community. So it starts with having that conversation with my pastors. It starts with having that conversation with my leaders, yeah, it starts good, with having that conversation with my students and then moving forward. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's, it's been a tough, weird, totally like just heavy daunting season. But like I said earlier, I felt this like weight lifted off of me when I prayed, when I read the Bible and when I listened to worship music, like today, I just feel like I heard you. I called you today. I, would, I heard you. I heard you blasting yeah. that worship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that like, I feel peaceful right now, but I definitely feel at ease if that makes sense. Like, I feel like, I feel like with God and with the protesting and peaceful protesting and stuff that's going on right now, I feel like we can continue to move forward. And that's, that's eye opening, And that's huge. Yeah. Cause the protests are working, you know, like they have black lives matter on the street leading to the white house right now. They have, um, they have this new thing in, in Minnesota where the mayor just said that you're not allowed to use forceful choke holding anymore in the police. Force. In New York, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know what, I don't, I haven't heard anything else, but you know, they're trying to do the law where if your hands are up as a black man or anybody and you get shot, that that's illegal for that's for murder. Cops. And so there's, there's murder, there's, that's murder. And there's things that are happening where that's crazy, bro. It, it, it's, it's positive now. And Blur it. you know, you got LA <laughs> cops that are cutting $150 million funding to um, the police and, and sending us to the black communities to rebuild and restore. And it's like, bro, come on, let's continue to protest to show people that we have a voice that we can make. And I think it's beautiful. So, yeah, I think you're right, man. Sheesh, dude, that's that's crazy that that stuff is happening. Yeah. And I, I don't know about, we talked about this last week. We said something about this is just different. Mm-hmm. It's just it, his, this one is different. It just hits different. different. And yep. I think yep. it's because the rapid like, boom, boom, boom. Like it was just happening over and over and over. And you're just mm-hmm. like, what mm-hmm. is going on, you know? Yeah. And bro, I'm with you, man. I am so with you, dog. I think we got to keep doing it. You know, people say, uh, I saw this quote. They said, racism is so American that people think you're uh, infringing on their, their American rights when you protest them. Crazy, right? Racism is so American. What? And That's so crazy. I actually had a conversation with a guy today, man, a pastor friend of mine. And he said, he was like, I have so many people. And this is going into tangent, but we'll just go here. Like, He's like, so many people think this is a spiritual battle. And I hmm. said, part of it is. Like, you know, I'm not going to say there's not, the, 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 the enemy isn't using uh, race as spiritual warfare. But you've heard this before from some preachers. Man, I think we give the devil too much credit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hatred is evil. Yep. And it's been evil. And some good people 
you know our nation was put birthed on christian whatever some people didn't do that the right you know the right way and so yeah yeah i i had a conversation with them i was like that's the easy answer it's spiritual battle i don't see color jesus is colorblind that boy was dark i trust you he wasn't colorblind <laughs> you know what i mean and so mm-hmm. yeah man but i think I think me and Tulane both said during this call, we have had good weeks. I mean, you know, we've just had good weeks. Yeah. It's been good weeks with great conversation, great conversation. And I just had someone today say, Hey, like as a white person, send them to me. Now it's not saying they're going to be white savior, but it's like, I can, I, it's my job to teach. It's mm-hmm. not your job to teach right now. Your job is to be a black man in America and, and live. Mm. That, that's your job, Nate. And so, super cool, man. But, hey, you know what? I know it's tra- I know it's a little transition, but, hey, you know what's coming back, baby. Bro, the NBA's back. And I, and, and, and I, liked, I liked that you did this intentionally. Like, this, it's podcast season, right? So, obviously, stuff is heavy. And, and, and I love our podcast. And I love being able to, to, to speak life into people about what's going on. Yeah. Especially being colored people. So as we transition, I just want to say that Lakers sweatshirt that you're wearing right now is Fuego, my brother. And I need one. <laughs> Where did you get it? Because I'm buying it today. I'm not playing. That Lakers sweatshirt is Fuego. <laughs> so my brother got it for me. It's from uh, Fanatics, I think. Uh, uh, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to like this. And then I put it on and I was like, it's, it's like huge. It's like a bigger one. Hmm. And I, it's fresh, bro. It's so I love it's it. So comfortable. I love it. It's I love yeah, it. I play video games in it all the time now. Um, and the color is just like a. It's like on. the old Lakers, baby. Oh, it's great. And it makes me think of like you know, rest in peace to the boy Kobe. Like it makes me think of those times, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And um, but dude, the NBA is back. And so I got a couple questions for you. Okay. A couple couple predictions, man. Who's going to win the chip? Because is it a level playing field now? Or is it like Lakers and Bucks are still on top? It's no question. Yeah, but I mean, but you can't sleep on you can't sleep on these other teams, though. Because now they Clay got is time back, to rest. Probably. Clay is back. Clay, Clay Thompson's back. Steph well, Curry's back. But, but they're out of the playoffs, though. But is it is it? So that's what I'm saying. So oh, how does that work? So is it's it, only is 20, it like, it's only the top 22 teams in the league. So the, oh, okay. So then the they're eight, out of it. The eight, and then uh, I think it's what's eight plus eight. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> the eight, the eight that make it that are going to be in the playoffs, and then the eight others who are still fighting for, so four from the west, four from the east, who are still kind of fighting for that uh, that spot. Um, and it's like gotcha. So then let's let's switch it. So it's not. Sorry, I didn't even no, realize good. that that was the case. So then it's. Portland would be in it. Yeah, it's Portland, Pelicans. For for the West, it's Portland, Pelicans, the Jazz. No, they're in they're in it. Um, I don't know. And then for the East, it's the it's some other teams. But um they have to I think they're trying to get Zion to play LeBron in the first round. That's my opinion. Um, that's what they're trying to get. But I don't think people understand. All right. So everyone's saying, like, man, teams are coming back full. I was like, you guys gave LeBron a break. 
You done and he was already up. on a tear. You, you gave LeBron a break, up. and he was on you a tear, bro. Messed up. I don't care what no hey, one says. It, you done messed up. So when is it? When it, like it's it, it is scheduled to return or July thirty first? It, it's gonna return. Uh, you know, barring some crazy thing, October uh, July thirty first to October twelfth, they'll play eight play in games for all the eight bottom guys. Um, and then the top guys will still play like regular season scrimmages and games like that just to get just to get basketball flowing back in them. And then I think two weeks later, the beginning of June or August or something, uh, or the beginning, the middle of August, they'll play their regulars because you know off season's like a month usually, or the mm-hmm. uh, the playoff season's usually like a month. They'll play uh, they'll play those games. And then the championship oh. week will be that week of uh, the October of October. We're gonna get basketball till October, and then they're gonna give them a one month break, they believe, and then they'll go right back into Christmas. Oh, so then it's like it's like basketball. So basketball will it. now start on Christmas Day. <laughs> That's great. So you crown a champion in October. October, and, and I don't basketball. I think basketball they, comes back again in December. I don't think they sh- I think they should let them go to January. That's my opinion. But also basketball has the shortest off season. They do. It's only and they play a million and one games. So. They end in June and the off season's two months. Two months, yeah. three months. So But bro, basketball's back and I think they messed up giving LeBron a break, but some but you're right. I think it's it's still leveled, right? Like the Clippers, man. That's the what Clippers, that's what I'm nervous about because the Clippers are are a different breed, bro. The Clippers were the Clippers were hurt and I still think they're having trouble put it all together, but they've gotten time now to be together and now it's like oh, like the, I I still think LeBron's going to get his chip, but I think it's hard to um But I don't know is an asterisk next to this? Is is there an asterisk next to this championship? Yes, uh, totally. Yeah, because you, you so? had, I, I would say you had teams that were building and uh, playing with, you know, fire, and then it stopped, Holt, and now they have to build that chemistry up again. So yeah. I feel like, I feel like, um, I don't, maybe not an asterisk, but like, it's definitely like, eh, we'll see what happens again next year. You know what I mean? I think that's so, I think it's so tough though, not just because I think LeBron's going to win it. But I think it's so tough to put an asterisk next to it because it's like, to me, it's like even more like you played in a pandemic. You had to come to a direct halt and then you have to play again and you win a chip. Like, I think that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people will say, ast- especially, we know this, especially if LeBron wins or or I think if LeBron wins it or the, uh, sorry, the Lakers win it and or uh, the Rockets win it, I think those are the two teams that they'll be like, no, that's an asterisk. That that doesn't count because mm-hmm. they're trying to discredit like those teams because everyone hates those. It's cool to hate those teams, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, dog, I don't know, man, but it's back, and I'm feeling good about it. I think it's something our world needs, and definitely, um, dude. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's gonna be that's gonna be an exciting season for sure. Let's go, Bob. I'm hype. I'm so hype. So what's the plan with football though? Like, is football gonna be a like? Is football supposed to start when it's supposed to start? Like, how does that work? Football is a different, de- a whole different deal. Yeah, that's the, yeah, because the it's production like, of football and the production of basketball, same thing. 
But like basketball, bro, me and you could hop on a court and just pick up and play. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. saying it's easy, but the entry level is like, it's very low. Like you just hop in, you know, football, like there's so much more preparedness, so much more practices, so much more meetings, so much more people just being around each other. Yeah. And so, dude, I, I just don't see how they could do the NFL the way the NBA is doing it. I just don't see, hmm. you know? And so, because right now what they're saying is until next year, we will not be able to have fans. Um, and also we won't be able to have, um, we won't be able to travel. Because how can you, you can't, it's no longer a controlled environment, you know? So I, man, I don't know, dude. It's, if if the NBA works like this, I think the NFL will start, but I think they're going to have to play the teams that are around them first. Like Philly gotcha. will have to play Baltimore and New England. and You know, like, and the Seahawks will have to play, you know, the, the West teams they play, the Rams, the Cardinals, you know, like all those guys. And so mm -hmm. that, that that's just guesses. None of that is, like, what I've heard. It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. But um, what I was going to say. But those are literally the only two things that I like. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, honestly, the I'm going to a protest today, um, a prayer protest. Okay, today. cool. I'm super excited for that. Um, and yeah, we're just gonna pray. When does, what is it? What where's does that? Um, What's up? A church thing or is that? No, like... it's a it's a Tacoma Urban League. Um, gotcha. And so we're we're planning something with the church. We want to do a peace walk through Tacoma through every city we. We know and just take it over. That's the goal. Um, we're trying That's to make it, trying to make it big. So you can, you should come join us, bro. Um, but what time does it start? Uh, well, we haven't planned the church one. Um, mm. but uh, I'll let you know. And <laughs> but dog, I think I've actually I've actually wrestled with this, and this can be our leadership thought. I've wrestled with this concept, dude. How much is celebration in this time, and how much is seriousness? I think there's a fine line we're walking right now. You know, like kids are graduating. Hmm. But, and it's tough because it's like someone died. But their graduations, like a, two pandemics are hitting their graduation. You know what I'm saying? The senior year right now is tough it's, for those students. Um, I think we're not thinking about that hard enough, dude. Yeah. These seniors, man, are. I know they're struggling, dude. I know they are. They have to be, right? Like, I, yeah. I don't wish it on anybody. I was hanging out with a, a senior yesterday who, um, like I said, I, I was able to kick it with some kids last night. Um, and just talking to a senior yesterday, he's like, man, I, I never, obviously, in a million years thought that I wouldn't be walking across the stage for my senior year. Yeah. And uh, the feeling of, like, not being able to say goodbye to every single one of the people you know, I don't kick it with on a, a regular basis is hard enough. And yeah. so then you get hit with a pandemic. Well, then you get hit with like everything that's going on right now. And, and then there's division. So there's people in your high school that are saying one thing and there's people in your high school that are saying another thing. And then you're yeah. like, well, geez, like, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. And so um, he was just like, only thing I can say is I'm, I'm ready for college. And I was like, yeah, Hey, that, well, that's a good thing, you know? And so, yeah. Um, 
told them that, you know, I'd be praying for you, you know, and, and let me know how I can, how I can help in this season. And they're doing like a parade in uh, Covington starting at Kentwood, I think. And then yeah. they're going to walk through. Um, Are they walking through the city? I think they're walking through Covington yeah. and they're doing like a parade. I think, I think that's what he said. And I was so, like, what day is it? Let me know. Um, and I'm going to go support that obviously. Yeah. So I can be there for the seniors who are graduating yeah. and I've walked through seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th, and, and now they're senior year. So Crazy. Um, that's exciting. And so, yeah, yeah. man, it's uh it's a time, it's a time it's be with your people. Like Talin texted me yesterday. I was like, yo, I'm with my people. And, and I think I texted him a couple of days ago. I'm like, yo, I'm with my people. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. understand y'all like, like, <laughs> this sounds weird. Like we're human, but it's like, like I want to say is be with your people. Like Talin, Talin, I know Talin believes this. And I always say this, like family is your first ministry and your students are your first ministry. And in this time, you have to keep checking on your people. You know, yeah. Talin texted me the other day and I really appreciate this, bro. He was just like, my heart is heavy, man. Love you, bro. Be praying for me. That's yep. it. And so, you know what, Talin? This is what the leadership thought is, bro. Be honest with where you're at. Yeah. I had someone call me the other day, and she goes, you're not okay. I said, who are you talking to? She goes, you're not okay. I was like, I'm not. Like, I'm struggling. She goes, you need to yeah. tell me. I said, ah, it's so hard. She goes, I know, but you need to tell me. I was like, but miss, but come on. She was like, no, mm-hmm. I, you, you need to send a flare up. Listen to that. Send a flare up. Mm-hmm. I was, I was chatting with uh, my girlfriend um, a couple of days ago and she's got some, some, some stuff she's dealing with and, and in the midst of all this, cause she wants unity and, you know, like the heart of Jesus is just flowing through her. And so she is struggling because she's seeing both sides of it. And I told her it's okay for her to feel those feelings. Like, just because you're not of my race doesn't mean you're not allowed to feel the feelings that I feel. Like, yeah. I, and I told her like, that's okay. You're allowed to feel that. Um, so if something is happening in your world where you need to call me at midnight, call me. And she called me last night and she's crying and just feeling so like overwhelmed with what's going on Yeah. because she doesn't feel like she's either doing enough, saying enough, like, and and I told her like, hey, like you are killing it right now. Continue yeah. to kill it. You're you're promoting the black businesses. You're showing that you're you're stepping up to, to what is actually uh, an issue in America right now, and and that's good enough. You know what yeah. I mean? And there's nothing more that you can do, and and stop trying to, and I you know, and I don't mean to air out my girlfriend, but stop trying to put every problem that America has on your shoulders mm. and handle what you can handle. Mm. And I think you'll be all right. And I told her delete social media for a couple of days. Like I, I did. That's why I ain't been posting because I deleted social media, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, TikTok gone because I needed a break. I needed to get my mind right. Like I texted you that day. I was feeling heavy. It's because I was on social media and everything about social media was negative and there was division. Yeah. And I was like, I'm tired of this. I need to take a break. I need to, um, feel my feelings and I need to be honest about where I am. And, yeah. and I think that was the greatest thing I've done so far. Hmm. Just take a hiatus from, from social media because I wanted to be honest about where I was. Yeah. I wanted to text people, have conversations with people and, and not post on social media for a while. So, yeah, but you sent a flare up and that's what I think it is, is yeah. you let people know, or like your, you know, your girl, like she let you know, like what was going on. And sorry, your girl, I don't like that. Jordan, like let it like, 
let she let you know you know she she hit you up and was like hey I, this is tough and so send a flare up y'all don't don't do this alone i and what you just said just spoke to me Celine. because even me and you as black men we can't put the whole race on our shoulders and yeah. for a couple days i was like well i'm the black voice it's on my shoulders i'm gonna change the world and and everyone's telling me yeah you will but not by yourself yeah that's deep that, that and then you gotta you gotta start and I, I preached this from the beginning and this is before even race and and police brutality and stuff happened like i can never change the world until i can change my community yeah it starts with where you are you start with where you are and then you move outwards so if, if my community is in 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 pain and and i haven't done anything for my community but then I'm saying that like, I'm a world changer. I'm going to go fight for the world. It's like, I want to change the people. I want to start small and then move big. So yeah. I want to start where I am and, and, and help the people I can in, in the community that I've created for myself. Um, because there's conversations that need to be had where I am. Yeah. And so, and so those conversations are had, I can't do anything outside of this yet. And Amen, that's how bro. I feel personally, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. until I'm able to change my community and have those conversations, like I'm meeting with someone today at lunch to talk about this because he's like I just want to hear your perspective I haven't talked to anybody and I'm like okay well let's chat and so we're going to have a conversation about this I'm going to open up my heart to him hoping that he understands I'm not asking for his heart to change right now but hoping that he understands that something needs to happen and there needs to be a change in this community so yeah you're right man yeah that's huge you gotta you you gotta change your, your not your people but you gotta you gotta make sure your your people are not like oh wait hold on but over here we're we're still hurting and he's over you know he's over in this place like disarray you know and I think so often as preachers we can do that and as young as leaders we can do that right like yeah. stuff at home uh stuff at home stuff that's hard um like it's it's so. How do I say this? Like it's in disarray and we got to make sure it's in order because God is a God of yeah. order. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Hey y'all. Um, I have, I still say a heavy episode, but, um, we're just trying to trying to mix some things up, mix things up. And, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast, bro. I've had so many people hit me up and say they want to listen and, uh, we're going to have some more guests on here. And especially, dude, we're just going to be talking about this race, not issue, but this um, issue and brutality and all that for the next couple of weeks. It, it's not going to go away, especially when you got two black colors. Sorry about it, but not sorry about it. So, <laughs> hey, uh, we love you guys. And to Lynn, what do we tell them? Jesus is the only one. Yes, sir. Hey, hey we, we love, love you. you guys. And we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.